0: A la mula begum bhaiyakagan, la si good, everybody? I'm here with another edition of BK Talks, and I feel like I'm recording this intro for the second time because uh, I forgot to actually power on this lavalier mic (laughs) that I bought. Um, So behind the curtain moment for the small audience that I have, of course, I haven't recorded or put out any kind of content in months. It's like the middle of March. Uh, and I haven't put out anything since like the middle of October. So a lot of time passed. Um, I I do have a lot of drafts that I, you know, have in the works that I do plan on releasing, even if some of the topics might be a little dated by the time I release them. But I do want to put out those just to get my opinions on the record, in particular, the, the wrestling related stuff. Um and you know I, I i thought about a lot of these drafts and i listened to a lot of them and i noticed that there was a lot of background noises and sounds of course like and one of my running lines is that new york city is a city that never sleeps because i like to record as i'm walking you know i don't want to say it's therapeutic but i kind of like doing that. um so i purchased this lavalier mic uh, not an expensive one um in uh, in hopes that it would kind of mitigate some of these sounds so uh while trying to record this intro (laughs) i forgot that you you actually got to power this thing on before you do it so i had a little brain lock moment uh at any rate i'm gonna use this episode as like the i guess the reintroduction type episode or the return episode or the that kind of uh thing where you kind of fill the gaps and catch up with the audience and uh I'm going to begin by just talking some non-wrestling related stuff. Some personal, not personal, like deeply personal, but like stuff about my own fitness journey and what I've been up to and that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm I'm not anticipating this episode running that long, but uh, who knows? (laughs) I want to go ahead and begin with my fitness journey talk. So the last time you heard from me, uh was back in october as i mentioned in the in the uh, introduction and you know that i used to record a lot at marcy park i've referenced it a lot uh marcy park is the park in front of marcy projects former home of jay-z um, in the heart of bed Stuy, and I- i'd like to i like to do that uh the recordings out there because that was like the location where I'd work out most of the time when the weather is nice, like spring and summer. And, uh, I started, no, adopting or adapting my workout routine for, for the home and, and, uh, trying to find alternatives to the gym ever since March, 2020, about three years ago at this point. Um, because if you unless you've been living under a rock for the past you know few years and you know that the coronavirus really changed life for everyone in the world um some of the things that people took for granted some of the creature comforts some of the creature comforts some of the things that people used to do to pass the time you know those things were taken away and the gym was one of those things For me, at least. Um, And for a lot of people, I think not having access to the gym had like this real adverse effect on them because they use the gym as a way to relieve stress and it can become a sanctuary for them. Uh, For me, it wasn't really that. It was a place that I kind of liked going to because I was trying to, uh, I'm perpetually trying to like, get into the the best condition that I can get into. Um, So it was pretty tough in March, you know, trying to find a way to adjust. And uh, at that time, I had very, very minimal in-home fitness equipment. Like, I had a resistance band uh, that I didn't use in, like, forever. And I had, like, a pair of the the, uh, generic perfect push-up, perfect push-up, Uh, push-up handles the ones that rotate and I had a pull-up bar that I originally bought for my stepson and I had like an ab wheel that I originally bought for my stepson so I had like very minimal equipment and uh you know traditionally I didn't have much motivation to work out in the house there were like brief periods in my early 20s uh in which I would like we had dumbbells at that time little I think 10 or 15 pound dumbbells Uh, And I would use those. But, you know, generally speaking at home, I don't have the I didn't have the motivation or the desire to do anything but lounge around, enjoy my the the, the comforts of the home. Um, But the pandemic uh, kind of forced me to start reevaluating things because no one knew when things were going to get back to normal. Uh, So I started to like uh, look at dumbbells sets and weight benches and uh, followed a lot of youtube content creators anyway and a lot of those guys were adopting their content for you know a pandemic world so got a lot of inspiration in that regard and resistance bands became something that i really wanted to focus on because the prices for like traditional weight equipment it was just insane. Was was just absurd and insane. Even the resistance band equipment was kind of out there too, um, but they were still more affordable uh, during the pandemic than the places that were trying to jack up the prices on like weights. Uh, so during the pandemic, I slowly acquired like a bunch of different bands because um, you couldn't find stuff on Amazon. So I decided to like look for the actual. Companies themselves and see if I could buy directly, and um, that's how I ended up buying bands from the SKLZ Skills company. I believe that's a Canadian-based uh, sports and fitness equipment company. And because uh, the Skills Skills brand is a brand is was the brand of the one resistance band set that I well band that I had. It has like an adjustable handle that I did not know at the time that when I bought it. Uh, but when I started looking at the website, I said, hey, I got this same exact thing. You just slide the handle up and you replace the band. So that's why I started to uh, slowly acquire the, uh, the bands. And then when things started to loosen up on Amazon, I started to buy other resistance bands because they're loop bands, the ones that look like giant rubber bands. And you have the resistance cables or resistance tubes. Those are the ones with the handles. Um, so started to slowly acquire Collection of bands. I got like a jump rope. I had one before, but I got like a speed jump rope instead of the weighted handle jump rope. And I uh, was like making some good headway. Initially, I started working out in my backyard. I'm fortunate enough to live in the family brownstone in Bedstar. I've got backyard space concreted over, so it made for a good spot to work out. I bought some mats to put down uh, for like calisthenics and a mat to jump rope on, so that the jump rope wouldn't be like worn away by the constant, you know, striking of the the ground. And I was going good, man. Uh, in 2020, that summer and in spring, the weather was you know, good. I was able to get out the house and work out, even though you didn't have like the communal type areas, like a gym, to do it. And it was great. But then the weather starts to change. You know, New York City gets pretty cold in the in, in the winter and the fall ain't all that great uh, if you're not a person who likes the, the cold, uh, cold, colder weather. So I'd have to kind of move those workouts indoors and work out in my hallway. And since that time, I've been, you know, very content with working out in my house. Uh, I replaced the backyard for my outdoor workouts with Marcy Park. Uh, which is where I don't know if I referenced it already, but which is where I used to record quite a bit of the episodes uh, either before or after working out. Um, but that became like a little pattern for me and it was working for me. I, I even bought a set of resistance bands to take on vacation with me to Jamaica. And um, you know, pretty much haven't been able or haven't used or haven't had the desire to go back to the gym since 2020. Uh, Aside from using the gym at the resort last year. So bringing us back forward uh, to more recent times, uh, late October, I really fell off. I really fell off with the working out. Uh, I stopped going to the park, (laughs) which was my, my workout place, and then I slowly stopped working out in the house as well. And that's never going to be the recipe for getting where you want to get, especially if you're not uh, following up with like good nutrition. Uh, but I'll say this, despite not having the good nutrition, or st- despite not having everything uh, locked in the way I did at one point, I still didn't I wasn't made to pay for it, meaning I didn't have this crazy insane weight gain um i didn't have like major elements that would uh indicate that i needed to like drop a bunch of weight uh although i'll say this like like during my annual physical the doctor would recommend losing some weight uh and, and i feel like i carry 200 and 20 to 225 pounds pretty well on my six foot one six foot two inch frame um but at the same time as you get older you do have to be mindful of certain things so um that's kind of where i'm at right now uh where i got lazy slacked off for a bunch and then uh, i did the whole new year's resolution thing Uh, i forgot i left out a step uh I ended up getting the Xbox Series X in like late November, early December. So, you know, the laziness in terms of working out got even worse because now I got my brand new toy there playing the Xbox uh, after work and uh, falling asleep late and waking up late and getting ready for work. You know, you don't have the energy to work out. But then I kind of started to right the ship a little bit in January, getting back on track, even though I'm not a not traditionally a New Year's resolution or I told myself you got to at least start getting back active in January and that's what happened Uh, but even still began to fall off a little bit during that time since so right now I'm in this position where I am uh, kind of reevaluating and refocusing recording this one on like a Sunday so uh, a lot of times when I log my workouts i count monday is like day one of uh the workout week so the way i'm looking at it right now uh a lot of people are starting their 12 week challenges or their 12 week programs to try to get themselves in a like a very specific state for the summer because uh 12 week 12 weeks is approximately what three months so we're going from uh March to like June. I think that's about right. And I do plan to you know, be on the beach again in Jamaica in August. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to try to get myself back on track with the workouts. And the first step in that uh, routine or first step in that, you know, progress is to really dial in and be disciplined because that's uh, one thing that I'll say I've lacked. I've been working out But not with the kind of intensity nor uh, consistency that I had at one point. Like last year, preparing for going to Jamaica, I was in that that park regularly. Uh, So I got to recapture the eye of the tiger. In addition to all of the workout stuff, a fitness journey is only as good as the nutritional aspect. That's like one part of it. Also sleep. Uh, And I think that the schedule that I work plays a part. In those two areas, uh, so I work in the hospital ER as I mentioned before, um, and I work evenings. So I'm getting off at midnight, and if I don't watch what I'm eating, it's, it's so easy to like just pig out on the stuff that's open. Like in the proximity of the hospital, we got like a few different pizza shops. We got McDonald's. We got Chipotle. We got. Um, I can't even think of all the places uh panda express we've got a bunch of different places that we can get food from and uh sometimes we order out and those food choices aren't always going to be the best uh my wife cooks but i for whatever reason i'm too stupid to, to carry meals to uh, the job with me uh, and I, I tend to eat those foods late when i get off work so um i probably I mean, even though the body doesn't know a, a, like a clock i think uh there have been studies regarding like meal times and how that doesn't really have the same impact that we think it does but still i probably probably shouldn't be eating full home-cooked meals at like 1 2 o'clock in the morning i probably shouldn't be doing it. um but you know my wife when she cooks her meals she she does it in a way so that i can have a hot plate when i come in the door so and I'm not going to turn that down. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that, that's the stuff I got to reel and I have to be more mindful of, about what I eat, mainly at work. Because if I don't carry meals like I used to be like on it, I have my own Tupperware. I have my food bag. I have my uh, sugar-free drink powders and bottles of water and my green, super green uh, drink mix that I take with me to work. Uh, but you know, short of carrying my meals, I think I carry. I don't carry the meals all the time, but I carry the other stuff all the time. But not carrying the meals is a big, big thing here because you don't carry your meals. You order all the junk, like I mentioned before, and you hit that vending machine a few times, and then all of a sudden you're you're not really uh, doing the right thing in terms of food choices. Now the job I work is fairly active, but there are also periods of down downtime in which you can be inactive. Um, so it does come down to like the nutritional stuff and uh, I plan to go back to preparing my, I hate to call them bodybuilder meals because you know, it's the chicken and broccoli type thing, but I don't really do the chicken and broccoli anymore, chicken breast and broccoli anymore. I do a ground turkey and quinoa or couscous, or sweet potato. Still kind of components of the whole bodybuilder thing, but it's not as boring and bland as the traditional grilled chicken breast. <laughs> uh, so I, I need to go back to doing that kind of thing and preparing my meals that way. Uh, I'll still probably eat those one thirty and 2 o'clock in the morning meals. Uh, my wife is, a, is an excellent cook, uh, especially when she makes like the seafood boils or makes like, I mentioned before she's from Jamaica, so stuff like pepper shrimp. Or she makes like these Jamaican-style soups, which are super heavy and thick. Like, you can eat those and be good. Um, in fact, I think as of this recording, she's making that tonight. She's making soup, so I'll be uh, consuming that when I get off from work. But all around, I just got to rein it in from every aspect. Uh, supplementation with vitamins and making sure I get sufficient rest, the exercise, nutrition all those things work in synergy to get you where you want to be so I have my little game plan uh and I'm gonna try to execute the way that I've been known to do periodically it's just the consistency over the the long haul that's been the case but in terms of having like months of uh consistent work and dedication and discipline uh You know, I can I can uh, find ways to be better at doing that over the long haul. All right. So, the previous segment, I mentioned my fitness journey, and I also kind of briefly alluded to the fact that uh, getting that Xbox Series X late in the year was a factor in why I didn't stay as disciplined or as committed. So, in this segment or this half of the episode. I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about how I got the Xbox Series X, uh, my experiences with the Xbox Series X. Uh, But first, I think it's important that I kind of go a little bit into the background of uh, my experience playing video games. So I think I'm going to start there. So I'm a kid of the 80s. I'm an 80s baby. grew up on a Nintendo Entertainment System, the original NES. Uh, I played the ColecoVision from my older cousin. I uh, had another cousin live lived downstairs. They had the, the Commodore. I forgot. It's like Commodore 3600 or whatever that number is. But it was like a computer. But you could play games like Space Invaders. They had these like cartridge games that you could play. Uh, not Space Invaders. I think it's Tooth Invaders. So I have played that. Um, coming into the 90s, I had a Sega Genesis. Uh, my younger brother got a super nintendo uh what other consoles during that time period like the the original playstation me and my younger brother both had one of those playstation 2 same thing brother ended up getting a gamecube a dreamcast 64 was somewhere in it in that as well um, so we had a lot of gaming coming up as you know kids into early adulthood we we uh, were able to play a bunch of different games. Growing up early, I was like an all-around type of a game fan, like wrestling games, sports games, the early sports games, the adventure games, that kind of thing. Not really big into the RPG stuff. That wasn't really my bag. But as I became like an adult, early adulthood, and particularly with the PlayStation 2, I think that's when I started to kind of venture away from playing a wider variety of games became more so like a sports game type of dude also in that same time period i think i became like even bigger into like uh the sports itself so the playing the sports games is like an extension of my sports fandom itself because i do a lot of research on the players and um, just to make the the games more accurate, like you could edit as the game started to become more and more detailed and um, having modes like career modes and franchise modes and creative players and all those other things, You, you got to basically use video games as like an extension of your fandom, as I just mentioned a moment ago. So when I got the PlayStation 2, I think that was like in 2002 or so, um, I was primarily playing games like the the Madden NFL series or the NCAA football series. I had like the EA Sports March Madness game. I think that was the O2 game or O3, um, and really having a lot of fun playing those types of titles in addition to the wrestling games as well, um one day i might just talk about all the other games but i'm trying to keep this brief um but playstation 2 the madden 06 game and the ncaa 06 games were like my primary games that i played and when they started doing like the the uh i'm losing my train of thought but yeah like i started doing the franchise and dynasty modes in both games and you have the ability to draft players from the college game into the NFL. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> I would edit the game during the during the offseason and continue my you know roster file, my uh, dynasty file or my my franchise file. And essentially that extended the replay value for for Madden NFL 06 to the point where i got like four full calendar years of play out of it and i probably would have tried to stretch it even further had the playstation 2 not burnt out on me Uh, but when that playstation burned out in like 2010 uh, one of my friends bought me a a 360. at that time the 360 console was maybe five years old because i think that console originally dropped in 05. um and the same kind of pattern happened. I really didn't play a variety of games. So when I first got the console, I I went and bought from GameStop like the... since I got it in 2010, I bought like the 08 and the 09 and the 2010 versions of the football games. Um, and then eventually I ended up going and getting the, the game that I would play for damn near 10 years. And that was the Madden NFL 12 and uh, NCAA 12 series. And I had a lot of fun with it, man, with those games. Same same rules applied where I would go ahead and continue to monopolize my time in the franchise or dynasty mode for both. Uh, editing the the files so that I could get the draft classes out of them. Um, also in that same general time period, you had the team builder website in the NCAA football game. So you could download schools that were created by users and many users were able to create and upload FCS schools. So I I had a lot of fun with that because I downloaded quite a few HBCU schools and uh, other like, Northeast FCS schools to create my own custom-made Big East football conference. I'm a Syracuse football fan, by the way. Um, And it was fun, man. And I didn't really feel the need to move on to the Xbox One generation because also in that same general time period, uh, like, NCAA football 14 came out. I didn't buy it uh, at that time. I eventually ended up with it, but uh, I didn't buy it at that time. But that was, like, the last... Hurrah for college football and uh, the 2K8 college hoops basketball game. That was like the last hurrah for at least 2K's version of college basketball. Uh, EA had a a game in 2010 that I didn't purchase. Um, And because there weren't going to be any more college sports games, I pretty much just relied on playing the the games that I had already and try to get as much replay value as I could. Well, the current gen consoles debuted in, I want to say like the the latter part of 2020, uh, we had the PlayStation five and the Xbox series X and the Xbox series S. Um, and those consoles were like incredibly hard to, to buy hard to acquire. Uh, you had people hoarding them number one and the the pandemic caused like this, uh, shortage in the semiconductors or people, so they couldn't even produce them. And, uh, large enough numbers to supply, uh, everyone with them. And, uh, you know, that's, time I, I kind of wanted to upgrade consoles but at the same time. I was still pretty content doing what I had been doing. Uh, although, you know, you can't really have any conversations with your friends about what games you're playing when you're telling them, Hey, I'm playing Madden 12. And they're talking about the the current, uh, Madden game. Um, so I, uh, as the you know 2020 latter part of 2020 came and went uh 2021 i don't remember exactly whether it was 2021 or early 2022 but whenever ea announced they were bringing back the college football series um that's when i really started seriously considering upgrading to the current gen of video games because honestly Uh, I had primarily hinged all my gaming around at least having a college basketball or college football game uh, so that I could do the draft stuff and have the integration between the the sports game, sports games. Um, So once they announced that, I was like, all right, they're going to bring a game out in the summer of 2023, which was like the anticipated release date. uh, Then I better go ahead and try and get me a console before then. So. In early 2022, I told myself that I would try to take care of all the bills, try to take care of all the expenses, try to take care of every responsibility uh, that I had to so that come holiday time, I'd be able to treat myself and get myself the Xbox Series X. Uh, In the interim, my my younger brother, uh, he purchased the Series X himself. He kind of treated himself to one. Earlier, Was it 2022 or was it sometime in 2021? Can't remember exactly when it was, but he bought his directly from the Microsoft website, Um, which. During the time that he bought it was probably the best bet because you were not really finding them in the stores. Uh, They weren't as elusive as the PS5, but they were still pretty hard to to find. And, you know, he got his directly from Microsoft so I was looking into possibly going directly to Microsoft to get it Uh, I was also like setting up my cart with Best Buy and Target and Walmart uh, Amazon trying to see when those things would hit and kind of prepared myself uh, for it so luckily um, around the holiday around the Thanksgiving holiday I want to say my job offered uh, points they usually offer Points uh, as like a thank you to their employees. Basically, you can get points, and um, you can redeem those points for different items in what is like a, a online catalog. I decided to use the points for like gift cards. I felt like they would be more useful. I could apply the gift cards to stuff that I wanted instead of just being limited to the stuff that they had available in that catalog. So I ended up getting. A couple of Foot Locker gift cards and a Walmart gift card that I was going to apply to the cost of the Xbox Series X. X, I should specify, not S. the X. Um, And that gift card essentially knocked off what would have been the taxes. So uh, it was like a $499 purchase. And with the taxes, uh, things like another $50 or so. So the gift card essentially wiped out the taxes and so i purchased this i made this purchase on november the 23rd i think it was and um you know it was a delivery date of december the 1st 2022 so i had like a solid week or so um, So money came out my account the gift card stuff was applied and maybe a day or two before uh, the delivery date I noticed that my account was like a little uh, heavier <laughs> than I expected. So um, I checked the the Walmart app and I didn't see any any message stating that uh, they couldn't fulfill the order or anything. Uh, but I ended up calling like the, the day before, uh, maybe like 10 o'clock in the morning, the day before they anticipated delivery. So it was like November the 30th at this point. Uh, ended up calling for the uh, to find out what's going on. Like, and they, that's when the customer service guy at Walmart told me that they, the item was no longer in stock or wasn't in stock. So that's why they refunded the money. But I was like, hey, well, how come no one really notified me to let me know what the situation was so that I could make an alternative plan to get this item? Uh, because with the delivery like that. I had already planned to take the day off because, you know, people steal packages and I'd be damned if I'd spend all that money for somebody to come into my yard and just swipe that shit off the stoop. Um, so he told me, all right, well, you know what I could do? I can set it up for an in-store pickup. Do you have a, a, a Walmart that's near you? I said, well, I don't have one that's near me. I have one that I could get to, but, uh, you know, I, I would have to travel a little bit. Uh, for those who don't know, there are no Walmarts in New York City. And I think there are like reasons for that, uh, that I don't really know the full details behind. But uh, I think every time that they, they've tried to bring a Walmart to New York City, it was like some kind of fight against it. Um, but the the nearest, quote unquote, nearest Walmart is out in Long Island. and I live in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, but I've been to this Walmart in Long Island because it's like at the, basically at the the tip of where Queens, New York, and Long Island would meet out in Nassau County, near the, that line between Nassau County and Queens. And I've been there like once or twice before. Um, Once by car, someone else's vehicle. Another time I took public transportation out there, which was like a journey and a half. So I told him, you know, he could set it up for me to pick it up at that particular store. So he did it. He applied the gift card. He uh, took my payment once again. Uh and on the app it said that you should be there. I want to say the time was like be there by like I can't remember the time, man. I think it was like two o two o five 2:05 or 2:10 or was it 3:05, 3:10? Either way, uh, at the time I'm making this call, I had plenty of time to get out there and uh and make make the the pickup. So I you know, called my wife, discussed the, because at that time she was visiting her brother uh, down in, her and my stepson were down there visiting my uh, brother-in-law, her brother in South, South Carolina. Um, so I called my wife and said, hey, you know, that, that the Xbox that I ordered, they, they had some kind of issue and they're not going to deliver it. They set it up for an in-store pickup instead uh, after clearing up the issue. And she was like, hey, you need to call that store to make sure they have it before you waste your time going out there. Now, that should have been the nice foreshadowing (laughs) of what's to come. Um, So approximately, it's approximately 1130-ish around the time that I get ready to leave my house. You know, I showered. I waited for a couple of deliveries, oddly enough, Foot Locker deliveries. Um, And i set off to go pick up the xbox and the conditions were terrible man it, it, the weather was horrible uh like just windy cold and wet like a rainstorm and i was trying to plot how i was going to get out there um they have the long island railroad they have uh, a couple of trains that you take you out to to queens and then you'd hop, have to hop on like the q5 or the q85 bus from uh Queens out to Green Acres. Um so Long Island Railroad it it's like the fair zone thingy, so I wasn't trying to do that. So I decided to use the subway, a couple of subway lines to the bus, and then take that bus all the way out to uh Green Acres Mall. And I thought good fortune was on my side, man. I rode like the front of the <laughs> uh I rode the what the the front of the g-train to get to court square or the middle of the g-train because i know where the stair the staircases are to make for more efficient transfers that's the the, the savvy of being a, a native new yorker and relying on public transportation so i got from the g to the with the m train or not the m train the e train uh quickly and then i rode the front of the e train so i could get to the stairs quickly. Once I got out of the stairs at Jamaica Center, Parsons Archer, went up those steps and Q5 bus right there. The Q5 going to Green Acres are a couple of different Q5 buses. I think one stops like in Rosedale, Queens. The other one goes a little further and gets you into Green Acres, get you out to Green Acres, Uh, hopped on that bus. Windy, rainy conditions, a long, long bus ride. But then I I got off, I think, maybe a stop or two too soon. And mind you, this is like windy, rainy, nasty conditions. It's just me, an umbrella that feels useless in the wind. My my Raycon headphones, uh, on-ear headphones, and my iPod, blasting tunes. I had to walk across a couple of large parking lots. I had to make a quick stop in Green Acres Mall itself (laughs) uh, to use the restroom. uh, And then left the store to to make my way across another large parking lot to get into the the Walmart uh, complex that's nearby. So when I got there, I gave them maybe an hour of extra time because if if whatever, I can't remember their time exactly. If if the time was, the pickup time was 2.10, then I got there like 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock. That's what I'm, that's what I want to say. I got there 3.05-ish or something like that. Basically, they had an extra hour of time to play with uh, so when I got there, I called the line, the number that was on the, the window of the door. Uh, but I saw like this long line of cars that appeared to be also waiting for the in-store pickup. So I spoke to a gentleman on the phone. He I read him my order number and he looks it up and he says, well, you know, I can't find anything for you. So he, he was nice enough to come out of the store, uh, to come scan the barcode. And he said, he, he couldn't find anything. And then he said, well, you know, I, I think we don't have the item here. So that's when I started to kind of like start feeling this little. Uh, I don't want to use the word rage, but it was rage adjacent. Um, I didn't you know, direct it at him because he ain't had nothing to do with it. Uh, but I was like, yo, the man on the phone, the customer service dude told me that I would have it here. Well, so I wouldn't have came here. I came in from Brooklyn. That's like an hour and 45 minutes away. <laughs> uh, and. He was like, "Yeah, man, I don't think I got it, but I can check for you. But it might take some time because we're really, really backed up with orders." And I said, "Well, I mean, I understand. That's when I decided to go ahead and call customer service again. Ended up calling customer service. Uh, Ended up speaking to two different representatives because the first call just went yo dead for whatever reason. So I spoke to the first dude, tried to explain my situation to him, and he was like not responding at all. He didn't have nothing to offer." No kind of uh, commentary or nothing. He just said, well, I don't think he said anything, actually. He just kind of listened. And then either the call dropped or he hung up. So I called back. The next dude uh, picked up and he said, oh, no, I'm sorry, man. Um, The store doesn't have your order in stock. So I was like, yo, why did the other guy, why did the first customer service guy I spoke to tell me that the item was in stock? I would have never come out here if they if they didn't have the item he said well you know I could set it up for delivery but then it'd be like another week You to get the delivery on December the 8th and I'm like nah, nah that's not gonna work for me man I just travel an hour and 45 minutes in these nasty conditions I gotta get it by Xbox man he said well I can refund you the money but it might take normally these companies say like three business days this man says something like seven to ten businesses like nah like that ain't gonna work for me man uh, I guess in the, the to paraphrase that old Hogan quote, that, that won't work for me, brother. I kind of hit him with one of those. I was like, nah, that's not going to work for me, man. I, I got to leave with my money today or I'm going to leave with this console today. And this is me talking on the phone. <laughs> uh, and I still feel like even though I was angry, I, I kind of held my composure pretty well, considering the, you know, considering the circumstances. And he's like, man, I understand. What I will do is try to put it in to see if they can expedite that refund Uh, but if they don't, I'm going to give you this number is directly to like, I guess the billing or accounts or whatever, whatever the department it is. He said, if, if you don't see this refund, like come back, call those guys and try to, uh, explain the situation to them. So, um, hung up from him like three minutes later, I checked the, checked my account and the money came back. And then I looked at the the Walmart app and the, the gift card bonus, the gift card, uh, amount came back. Uh, in hindsight though I'm I'm kind of disappointed uh, that they didn't try to offer me something else uh as like a, a make good uh like maybe another gift card or something even if it's 20 bucks or 25 bucks it's something to show like hey we screwed up on our end and we're going to give you something we'll try to let you come away happy uh but they didn't do that um so I got the money back and now I'm thinking yo I already took the day off well I took a day off early honestly because uh to try and pick up the thing in person it would take me some time i was never going to get out to long island and back home and then to work so i ended up having to use a day um in addition to the day that i had already planned for that thursday the, the day after um so i was like man i gotta find a way to get me an xbox i called my wife explained the situation of course she hit me with the, i told you so you shouldn't have uh, <laughs> just went out there you should have called the store uh lesson to all all the brothers out there who got wise wives and sometimes you gotta go ahead and listen to to the advice that they give you um so right there i looked across the street there's another long parking lot uh and i saw a best buy over there so i went across the street in the same soggy cold wet rainy conditions and uh went into the best buy asked one of the representatives in the store hey are you you guys carry that xbox the xbox series x he said now we don't have the x but we have the s which is the digital console and i had no interest in the X in the s i wanted the x um and in hindsight i probably should have got the s because uh, you know most of the games i've played since then were games that i downloaded so uh, <laughs> i paid extra money for a disc tray uh <laughs> that i probably won't be using all that much um but yeah but it comes with extra storage space too. And there are other differences between the consoles, but um, I probably could have, in hindsight, saved a few dollars and bought a hard, bought like an external hard drive with the savings, with the extra money, if I had just bought the S at the time. But I don't regret the purchase. Um, Back to the story. So that Best Buy didn't have it, the one out there in Long Island in the Green Acres area shopping complex. So I went back on the Best Buy app, I circled I, I checked target i checked a bunch of places to see what what would have it who would have it and that mind you this is like pushing like four o'clock or so uh so my my journey started like around 11 30 a.m it's already about four four-ish at this time in the story um best buy app i checked them out again i Thing about the Best Buy app. You can find out what stores have stuff in stock. They put you on this kind of virtual waiting line, a waiting list um, where it, it, I guess it tabulates how many they have in stock and how many people are trying to place the order. And then you you can find out within a few minutes whether or not you can, you're you're eligible to order it. So I did that, um, found a location, but that location was way back in Brooklyn. <laughs> so. so I'm in Long Island after leaving Brooklyn in rainy, soggy, wet, cold conditions. And now I'm gonna have to find a way to make my way back to Brooklyn. But not not Brooklyn like near me. Not the best buy at Atlantic Center Mall, which would be like a good fifteen, twenty minute uh journey from my house using the public transportation. Now this is on the other side of Brooklyn, a gateway center mall out in like forgot what I think that's like East New Yorkish, uh out that way. So that's not terribly close to me. It's not far, far, but it's not terribly close to me either. Uh, So I had to basically plot and figure out how I'm going to get from Long Island back out there. So I had to walk around to try and find uh, the Q85 bus stop that's in this Green Acres Mall complex in the rainy, soggy, wet, cold conditions. Uh, Caught that bus, hopped on that. Uh, took the q85 from marine acres back to jamaica center which is like another long bus ride i mean if you don't have a car in certain parts of like queens and long island you are kind (laughs) of screwed when it comes to transportation um uh, us people who live in like uh like the like the boroughs boroughs not in the far extents of the boroughs like within the heart of the boroughs we got trains and buses running fairly regularly so we can get around pretty easily but parts of queens deep parts of queens and out in long island you you done (laughs) you're stuck so i took that ride mind you time's ticking man time's getting away uh it's probably around five ish at this time still rainy soggy cold wet conditions um the pickup time for the Best Buy store, I think it was, like, sometime after 7 o'clock. Not, no, no, sometime after 6, 6-something. Six, six I had to take that Q85 bus back out to to Queens, Parsons Archer, uh, hop on the E train, like, one stop to E or the... I think I took the... Yeah, I did take the E. One stop to Suffern Boulevard near the air train terminal. Hopped out of that, and I hopped on the Q8 bus. Luckily, the Q8 bus was... uh. Was coming just as i was getting ready to maybe like two or three minutes out there i left the train system train station hopped on the back of that bus uh in the rainy soggy wet conditions <laughs> uh and that bus had like a like a lot of the city buses here they leak in the rainy weather uh like, so if you're sitting in one of those seats you're gonna get rained on but i mean fortunately i didn't sit in the seat that got uh soaked on but it, unfortunately i had to stand for a good portion of that ride maybe half of that ride Uh, that took me from uh, jamaica queens into brooklyn uh, which is another long ride and that q8 bus ride from queens to the last stop in brooklyn where gateway center mall is is a pretty lengthy ride especially during rush hour at this time and it's rainy (laughs) wet soggy (laughs) and cold conditions so people are driving a little slower Um, you know those conditions also make you want to go pee (laughs) so uh i'm like damn i gotta try to make it to the bathroom as soon as i uh get off this damn uh bus so get off the bus it's like around six something basically i I got there around the time that the scheduled pickup time was supposed to be uh i made it to that best buy at gateway center mall first thing i did is ask the brother yo i got a bathroom because i had to definitely go piss, man (laughs) because a long ride cold weather can't hold it forever uh then I went and joined the pickup line and I was able to retrieve my Xbox. But I got a little scared there because you're like, oh, uh, I don't see your item. I was like, oh, no, not again. But then she double checked again and she found the item. I was able to uh, take that take that Xbox. Uh, I had a couple of large kind of oversized um, reusable bags. Because um, here in New York, we have like the bag ordinance. The bag laws where you can't you have to use like reusable stuff so we got the large size ones had a couple of those because there's no way in hell you want to be walking around with a with a console $500 console tucked under your arm on the trains at night Uh, so I had my stuff secured hopped on a bus took the bus to to the A train took the A train to the G train and finally made it back into my house at 7:30 that night around 7:30 that night and I remember because I called. My, my, my good friends tell them, yo, I, I got it, but I got a long story to tell y'all. Uh, <laughs> and um, it was like a little bit before AEW Dynamite. So, <sighs> it was a very frustrating and long drawn out mission to acquire Xbox Series X. To be honest, I didn't even really plug up my Xbox Series X when I first got it, man. I, after that long ass journey to get it, I didn't even do anything but, like, set that thing on the ground for a couple of hours. And maybe around 10, 30, 11, I started, like, you know, connecting it to the TV and setting up what I needed to set up. Um, luckily, I had a friend who kind of explained to me the general process behind all this stuff and that you could actually use the, the mobile app on your phone to help with the setup. So i was able to get through that stuff uh the same buddy of mine um, told me about the xbox game pass xbox game pass ultimate um where you could it's essentially like a netflix type service but for video games under the microsoft umbrella uh generally speaking like to dumb it down you either either do like a prepaid card for like a certain amount of time or you can pay like 15 bucks a month i had like the prepaid cards um and essentially for that membership you have the ability to download a bunch of free games from their uh, library uh including some top level type games Uh, the sports games are never going to be like the current iteration so if it's like for the The Madden 23 game is the current iteration that's out now. So Madden 22 and, you know, the the sports titles for the 22 season uh, would be available on Game Pass. And, you know, I had access to those right right off the bat in addition to, like, other games like Batman, Arkham Knight, a bunch of games that were, like, Xbox One games, a bunch of Xbox 360 games, some xbox series x slash x games a bunch of stuff it's a good value it's like one of the best values in gaming in my opinion uh because you have access to so much uh content without having to pay that much more like you're not paying full price for these games that you're downloading onto your hard drive uh so early on well, I, I forgot to mention. Uh, my brother gave me the WWE 2K22 video game, uh, the hard disk copy of it, and my friend, who told me about everything else, he gave me the digital version of the NBA 2K23 game. So, right off the bat, I had access to a bunch of games, including you know sports titles and then whatever else was available on Game Pass. But the the game that really ended up drawn a lot of my attention was like the batman arkham knight game i haven't like as of this recording as me recording this segment right now i haven't really picked up that game in a couple of weeks but from like december straight through to like i would say like february i was hardcore playing that game uh, I was still playing the NBA 2K23 to my player thing because I had coworkers that I like to play against online. I was trying to level up and improve my my creative, my player with the face scans. Uh, but Batman Arkham Knight, a game from, I guess, 2015 on Xbox One, was easily the most played game I had during that specific time period because, uh, I don't know, I just got so wrapped up into the story, the, the abilities... Of the characters and it was like a fun fun game and graphically visually it holds up even though the game is like I'm guessing I think it was 2015 even though so even though that game is like seven eight years old at this point visually the game looked very appealing to me um, and I, I was so dead set on not only like beating the challenges that are in the game and unlocking other parts of the story I was also kind of competing against some of my, my coworkers and some of my friends who had their like stats. Cause once, once you have somebody on your gamer buddy list or whatever, you can see some of the things that they've accomplished in the game. So I was trying to like knock out their records. Um, and it's funny <laughs> after like knocking out one of my friend's records, he picked up the game that he hadn't picked up in years to try to take back his, his scores or his records. <laughs> So that's how uh, engaged with the whole Batman game I was at that particular time. Then uh, I downloaded, I bought the uh, Madden 23 game around the holiday, Christmas holiday time. And I played that a whole lot. Um, And then I downloaded a bunch of other games that I really didn't play all that much. But now I'm I'm really, really invested in State of Decay 2. I downloaded that can't remember the exact date that I downloaded it but I was kind of alternating between that and Batman for a time before I you know kind of phased out Batman and I picked up State of Decay 2 which is like a post apocalyptic zombie type video game Uh, I would say it's similar to like the, The Walking Dead in terms of the concepts behind it you control you start the game off controlling like two survivors. Uh, you meet other survivors, and that becomes like your camp or your your team, and you have the ability to recruit others. and You you're responsible for uh, scavenging and uh, looking for supplies like food and weapons and medical supplies because. Uh, you, when you get bitten by or attacked by certain types of zombies in that game you could be affected with the whole blood plague and uh, in order to, to fight blood plague you gotta have the cure you gotta have meds you gotta have a bunch of stuff you gotta set up like an infirmary in your camp campsite. so that game was just insanely fun to play um, and I'm playing it to this day <laughs> uh, I lost I lost two members of my camp in one incident because it just like Walking Dead. You have human uh, enemies who you engage in conflicts with. And after I lost those two members, I, I kind of uh, got a little smarter about the game, recruited more people, and now my camp is up to like 11 people. Um, there are like three or four different maps you can drive from, so I'm in the second map. You gotta kill a bunch of plague hearts which are the things that kind of make the plague zombies operate and move um and all around it's a good experience and it's free it's a free game uh, with game pass uh so if you if you are a guy who dig that kind of there's some role role role-playing elements but it's not like a role-playing game per se at least from my perspective uh if you're into that kind of thing where you're building communities but you're also, like, engaged in action, then I think that's a very, very good game to try out. Um, Now, going forward, as I try to wrap up this uh, part of the episode, I'm probably going to buy the WWE 2K23 game. Um, My brother has it. A couple of my friends have it. They like it. Uh, But I'm probably going to wait for the prices to go down a little bit on it uh, because right now, if I even if I were to get it today, I probably wouldn't play it a lot right now. So I think in time I'll have the the time to really devote to it, and I'll buy it at that at that moment, and uh, you know see what I can do with it. Now the AEW game that's a whole different controversy out there that I'm not even gonna get into. I, I really want to get that game, and when I when the rumors were out was out. when the rumors were out about it being a game pass video game i was like oh i'm 100% going to get that game as soon as it drops but now there's so many different stories and delays that i just want the game to be released man so i can get a chance to play and um the mlb to show is a game that's going to be like one of the few sports titles that will be released on game pass during its actual season like same season that the game is active, it'll be available for Game Pass. And I think this might be the last season that that's the case. Uh, so I'll, I'll have that already free set up. Like, it's already uh, set to where when the game releases, it'll automatically download. And that's a thing I didn't really know about <laughs> because I didn't have Xbox One and I was coming from the era of console games where you needed a physical copy of a game in order to you know, to play it. Um, these modern-day consoles are just so powerful to where you can download stuff uh, uh, using, using the phone app, and by the time you get home, the game is already downloaded to your console, and which is amazing. You don't really need to have any physical media anymore, even though I'm still kind of a, a sucker for having a physical copy of some games. Uh, at least mentally, I say I am, but <laughs> I think I might be um, move over to the other side because right now the, the games that I've played the most are the games that i downloaded via Game Pass and you can just discard them whenever you don't want them you just delete them from the hard drive you still have your game saves and your files if you ever decide to put the game back on there but um, there's no real commitment <laughs> you know you play something you don't like it like Atomic Heart was a highly regarded Xbox Game Pass game and dropped I played it a little bit. The story seems interesting, but I'm not really into it. And, you know, I, it's pretty much sat on the hard drive for a couple of weeks since it's was been since it been released. Now I'm looking at possibly getting rid of it. Um, the The Wulong game, one of my friends put me onto it. It's a, like a martial arts type game with some fantasy elements to it. Uh, I really can't get into it too deeply. So I'm, I've kind of had that sit for like a week on the hard drive too so i might end up getting rid of both of those games uh when i get back home tonight just to free up some space to try something else uh so long story short with the whole video game stuff the the xbox series x honestly is a very good investment for me uh, especially as someone who historically liked playing video games but you know reached a certain plateau or ceiling or wall with the 360, no matter how I tried to extend the replay value, uh, this was just a, a worthwhile investment. And it helped open me up to the wider world of video games, once again, where I wasn't really locked in to just, you know, playing a football or a basketball game. Nah, stop. So with that i going to bring this episode to the closing segment. All right. So we bring this episode to a close about the land of playing, so to speak. Um, man, it's been a, a long time as I mentioned before since I put out anything and there are like a whole host of reasons why Uh combination of not feeling comfortable with the recorded drafts not finishing those things in a timely manner and getting bogged down with other stuff sidetracked, distracted uh, but I, I I know every time I have these little gaps I say I'm gonna aim to do better about it but uh Ain't no guarantees in life, but I will try to, <laughs> aim to do better uh, because I do like doing this whole podcasting thing. Uh, it's a good way to just you know, get some thoughts out. And uh, it's like a creative outlet to some degree. Um, but, you know, this, especially when it comes to like the wrestling content, it's, it's so tough, so hard to stay on top of stuff because that's like a like a. A lot of that content is so of quickly evolving and ever changing and fluid to where if you don't record and put it out, it begins to come off as like outdated by the time you get on top of a, a subject. So uh, that said, I, I do plan to go ahead and release some of these older drafts, uh, including some recent, fairly recent drafts of stuff related to pro wrestling. Uh, just so I can have some stuff out there, get, get my opinions out there on the record to some degree for some of these topics. Uh, but with that said, I want to thank everybody for listening. And until uh, next time.